Do you want to be free and fearless? Of course you do. This is a podcast for ambitious women who want to stop settling and start growing. I'm your host, Lydia, a blogger, course creator, and business owner. And I'm here to help you build a badass blogging business, create unlimited freedom and income, and be bold and unapologetic. Join me for weekly episodes on anything related to business and blogging, life design and financial independence, and personal growth and mindset. So let's push through our fears, align to our vision, and be the boss. Hey and welcome to the new episode of the Free and Fearless podcast. It's been some time since the last one, but I actually knew this would happen when I started the show last year. It's part of this whole new chapter of my business as well as the new version of myself where I'm embracing flow, I'm being myself more than ever, I follow my intuition and work only on what feels right. Also, I show up when I want to and with good energy instead of pushing myself to do something more often than necessary. Add to that the fact that I don't want to create generic content anymore. I've had enough of that back in the days. Now I want you to hear from me when I have good topics to cover, interesting concepts to talk about, and power moves that I make, and which I can't wait to share with you. For each episode and any other piece of content I create, really, I know it's the best thing that I could be releasing right now, and it's the best way to spend my time. So today's episode is on such a fun topic that, as it happens often, applies to much more than just business. That's being weird, embracing it, and actually using it as your superpower in business. Before that, a few quick updates. I created a new freebie for my email list and it's called the 5-figure blogbest checklist. I'll include the link in the show notes or you can just head to letsreachsuccess.com slash checklist, sign up if you haven't already and grab it. Inside you'll find out what elements and tools your blog needs to not just become a source of passive income but allow you to quit your day job and be a full-time blogger. Aside from that, I opened the doors to my signature program Blog to Best System after over six months of keeping it closed. Let me share what one of the students, Carolina Gomez, said about it. I've decided to switch a bit the direction of my small business and make adjustments to it so it can be more aligned with my real goals, expectations and dreams. Taking Walk to Best System is giving me the confidence I needed to finally unleash my power, get rid of all fears and go the direction I really desire. Thank you, Lydia, for sharing all the tips on how to write the articles and all aspects of the written content, not only the technical part of setting up a blog on WordPress. The course is super complete. Before blog to best system, I needed to learn so much, and after taking it, I feel that Lydia had put together all I needed to know in order to take action, such a valuable program. The tech part of setting up a blog was so useful to me that I could optimize my site right away. The writing tips and all info together with all the free tools and resources that I've mentioned throughout the course are the best part for me. There is so much value in Walk to Be System that some lessons I had to take twice. The first time to listen with attention and the second to take notes. Lydia shares tons of info on how she's done it all herself and learning what's in the program could change your life. And here is what Tina says. I'm a course junkie and Walk to Be System is the most comprehensive blog course I've ever seen or taken. Before finding it, I was over the place about my blogging. I liked my blog but wanted it to be something more. While taking the course, 
I realized that following a methodical approach was the way to go. It thrilled me that my vision for my blog was suddenly attainable. I love the module about working on your mindset. Yes, we all have big dreams when we start, but it truly had me thinking about aligning my mind and my heart before I jumped in with my blog's overhaul. Lydia breaks everything down by starting with mindset, then taking you step by step through the entire blogging journey. She delivers a bit of much-needed tough love in a gentle, encouraging manner. I love that. It's really nice to hear these words, guys. The link for the course will also be in the show notes in case you want to learn more about it. On a more personal note, I traveled in the last two weeks and went back to my home country to visit family. And whenever someone hears that, they're wishing me the best time they are, they're happy for me and expect me to feel the same. And I do, but if you really want to know what's going on in my mind before and during that type of travel, I shared a post on Instagram about it and here's what I wrote on the photo of me, which was somewhere with a good view, summer vibes and my laptop. The caption says this. Many would caption this as flexibility. I see things differently, so let me share my version of flexibility. It's not now when I just arrived back in my home country for two weeks and will first stay in a nice city by the beach for a few days. Because I'm here to visit family, which brings certain pressure. I'm back in the environment where my personal development and business journey started. And the main reason for that was my dissatisfaction with this environment. All triggers come back on the first day but I'm just trying to be present. The laptop is always around me. I can do some work whenever I want to and do what I want the rest of the time. But for me, true freedom and independence, which were my guiding principles over the last decade, also involve emotional freedom. That means being yourself, not having to explain yourself to anyone, saying what you want to say, not being in an environment that doesn't feel right, and so much more. An example of flexibility for me is last week when I took a step back from the day-to-day tasks for as many days as I wanted and re-evaluated everything. That itself brings me pure joy. It's also an example of creative freedom, time freedom, the freedom to make choices that don't concern anyone else and for which I won't be criticized. It was also a low-income month for me. I have these every now and then and like everyone else, the lack mentality can kick in. But that passes and I trust not just the process, but also myself, my ability to show up when it feels right, and that's almost every week of the year. I also trust what I've created, my platforms online, the automations, the business that runs itself, the content that brings in new visitors, the software tools that keep everything running smoothly. Let me end with this. I wish you to not just build a business that allows flexibility. I sincerely wish you to do the work it takes and say no more times than you can count until you've created a system for providing value and earning revenue that allows you to take time off when you need it, be 100% yourself, love every part of it, and know you'll be okay no matter what the current month's numbers are. So that was the caption of the post, and it was really honest. Okay, now let's get into the episode and talk about being weird, which I think is one of the coolest things you can be. I can say that any person I've learned from over the years, anyone I've been interested in, be it for a friendship, and just because they are somehow magnetic and I want to be around their energy, or because they have this really amazing business or have created something that I admire, well, they were all definitely weird. 
By that, I mean they had different interests than average people. They created their own path, and because of that, many judged them. Such people are often misunderstood. They're deep, they do things differently, and that gets attention in society and can often be disapproved. That's because you are a whole different category that goes together with different needs, expectations, interests, and mindset. Such people rarely have a lot to talk about with anyone average. They often take risks in life, start businesses, are into personal development and spirituality, and feel like they don't fit for most of their life. Until one day, one of the most important realizations takes place. They understand that they will never fit in. And most importantly, they don't want to and they don't need to. Because to fit in means to live a life that's expected by others, not one that truly satisfies you. The moment you believe that, you then start focusing on what's unique about you. You devote even more time to the unusual topics that engage your mind, to the hobbies that make you lose track of time, to the people who understand you, no matter where they are in the world or how few of them you can find now. You slowly get close to the extraordinary lifestyle you were meant to live in the first place. In business, you stop following the strategies that worked for everyone else. You stop following the shoots. You stop trying to be less weird in your branding and content. You let go of all the false beliefs and the rules someone created and you start finding all the answers within. You turn your business into something different. A business that no one else can replicate because you are its biggest asset and no one is like you. So then you might start covering different topics, infusing more of your personality in your content, going bold with the design of your website and the copy you write, targeting a different audience, making a big investment, doing a crazy photo shoot that really shows who you are and what kind of thinking and living you encourage, and using all these elements to attract only the people who vibe with you and your brand. A business can scale only thanks to all this which happens after you embrace your weirdness and start using it right. This is also one of the most liberating things you can do. It goes together with pleasure, ease, staying true to yourself and loving every part of the work you do. It will most probably shock people, especially those in your life and in your circle who have only seen you behave in a more understandable way till now. And they aren't ready for the real you, but that shouldn't stop you. So let me share some ways in which you can be more authentic and more fearless and as weird as you feel like in your business so you can allow it to grow and so you can live a more enjoyable life. First, don't be afraid to be weird. Most of the things you want to do with your life and in business but which aren't happening most probably have an underlying fear that you need to uncover, acknowledge and to actually feel and understand. That's usually the process it takes to release it, as well as any other negative feeling. Most people are afraid to dig deeper, to feel their emotions. They stuff them, but the pain, the fear, the shame, the guilt, all these remain there, below the surface. If you want to be free, if you want to really be yourself and build your dream business, it's time for some reflection and to discover the fears preventing you from embracing your weirdness. Next, become your most authentic self. There's a whole podcast episode I did on achieving radical authenticity in your business. If you scroll back, you can find it and listen to it. It's episode 9 and I will also include the link in the show notes. But in a nutshell, authenticity is being real, following your true desires, keeping your word, 
saying no to anything that doesn't feel aligned, expressing yourself freely, speaking up, being true to your values no matter what, embracing the good and the bad within you, overcoming past conditioning, which means to recognize mental patterns you've adopted but which aren't yours, and releasing them so you can do, say, and think whatever you feel like. The next step is to stop defending yourself. When you choose to be yourself, you stop explaining yourself to others. I definitely had a hard time working on this and I'm still learning, but it's been a big step in my journey to embracing and even celebrating who I really am. There's this desire inside of us to defend ourselves. In fact, it's always a desire of the ego, never of the higher self. The ego is afraid, it needs attention, it seeks approval, it needs to be recognized and to feel comfortable. That's why most people live a life according to the rules society created. Every day they are being rewarded for their hustle mentality because they believe working longer hours equals more money, more success and higher status. We live in a world where masculine energy is the dominant one. And anyone who isn't productive, initiative, constantly taking action and being on the go and competitive is considered weak. That's especially true for the corporate world. So then many women, business owners and people in different industries and stages of life try to keep up and that destroys them. Anytime they don't see progress with their business, they will feel bad about themselves and try to explain it to others, usually by saying there is too much going on in their life, or there's a few more programs they need to take, books they should read, and strategies they want to test. It's always about doing more. But what if the answer is in doing less? What if productivity is the opposite of what patriarchy teaches us? What if it's all about releasing, removing, stopping, letting go and unlearning, instead of constantly setting more goals and adding more tasks to our to-do list? The point is that, As long as you keep following this way of living, you'll never get where you want to be, especially if you aren't average and you want more out of life. As long as you are part of this world, the one with rules, hustle mentality, false beliefs and expectations, you always feel the need to defend yourself, to do things their way and to find excuses when you aren't getting the results you want. Embracing your weirdness is for the fearless, Because it means saying one final big no to all of this, to everyone and every rule that ever existed in your life. It's scary before you do it, and it's even scarier while you do it. But honey, once you do it, the liberation kicks in immediately. You take your power back, because till now you were just giving it to everyone around you. And once you take your power back, you realize you make the choices. It's all for your highest good. Mistakes and failures aren't really an option because now you trust your abilities. You follow a path that's more clear than ever and all the distractions, such as people's opinions, living by someone else's standards, limiting yourself in business because you don't want others to feel comfortable if you earn more and all the rest of it, this isn't an issue anymore. You're focused on your vision. It doesn't scare you how big it is and because you're weird, you find joy and have fun along the way. And here's the next step. Share your real story. Okay, you might have a website with an about page sharing a bit about you. You might post pictures, be on socials, get more personal sometimes, have a podcast or YouTube channel and show your face and connect with people. But still, what are you not sharing that you deeply believe you should? Here's the thing. 
People want to connect with the person behind the business these days. That's why business owners become personal brands. But the more real you are, the more you appeal to those people who really love everything you create, who want to work with you, invest in your programs, read or listen to or watch your weekly updates, follow you on social media, reach out to you and tell their friends about you. Your story is unique and sharing it in a vulnerable yet confident way makes you magnetic and this is the energy you want to be coming from. Because the opposite of that is to hide things, to avoid some topics, to assume that people won't like that aspect of your life or personality and what you end up doing is showing them a different version of yourself, one that isn't authentic. I know it's hard to share your real story with ups and downs, but it can be a profound experience for your growth and something so inspiring for your audience. They have heard enough average stories online. Don't be yet another one if there's more to yours. It's not something I'm doing fully yet, but still, I just had to put it out there to encourage you to share more than you feel comfortable with, to see how others react, embrace these reactions and not let them define you and feel more powerful and confident than ever, which in turn will make your brand bolder and your business more successful. All these tips I shared actually just require you to have a lot of fun, to stop pretending and be yourself, no matter who that person is and what others might think of him. What do you think? Does this resonate with you? What have you done to be more weird and more yourself in life and in business? And how did it work out for you? You can share this episode on Instagram stories, tag me at Let's Read Success and let me know. If you've been waiting for permission to be crazier online, to ditch the old ways of doing business and do it your way, to live an extraordinary life, this is it. Go do it and have fun. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next time.